How's it going, Chase? Oh, doing pretty fine, Robbie. How you doing? <laughs> doing pretty well. Um, so I met Chase at Smut Labs. I uh, got a job there for a little while when I was um, when I had to leave a certain job, and uh, <laughs> uh, we worked pretty well together. I learned a lot from Chase, and Chase is, um, in my opinion, a ge- genius in the food industry. <laughs> don't don't give me that much credit. Yet. There's plenty more geniuses out there. Yeah. Um, so how did you, how did you know that you wanted to be in that industry? Oh, I grew up around restaurants literally my entire life. My mom had me sat down in a corner on a laptop at the restaurant in the hotel that she worked at and everybody knew me just from me sitting there. I was always just watching, looking around, um, at eight years old being up late, waking up early to go to school the next day, mm-hmm. being out until like one or two, or just being asleep in <laughs> the restaurant, sitting in the corner. It's yeah. just like a lifestyle that isn't for everybody, obviously. Yeah. Um, lots of long <clears throat> hours, long nights, but it's like you have your own little extra family. So it's very much rewarding mm-hmm. and very um, satisfying to have a common goal with that family. Yeah. And it's just a a wholesome environment that allows people to express their feelings through different mediums, whether it be drinks that they're making, food that they're cooking, or just giving somebody good service. Mm. It's like you're sacrificing your um, time, effort, and good conscience and positivity and trying to enlighten somebody else's day. So you working in the restaurant industry isn't about you. Sure, it's for a paycheck to a degree. Yeah. But it's like being the highlight of somebody else's day for, I don't know, 45 minutes if they're on a quick lunch break or two hours or maybe five hours if it's an anniversary. Like you're there, you're putting on a show, but you're also giving people an experience that you would like if you were to go out. Hmm. It's like a lot. Yeah, to work in this industry, but it's also it is a lot. Yeah, it's um, you meet a lot of great people, meet a lot of great people. Um, Other restaurants will help you out at some point. Yeah, if you get into a pinch, it's always great to have. Yeah, you said it's like a family deal, right? Everybody knows each other in that industry. Oh, kind of like the car industry too. Yeah, you know that's how I found it. Everybody, everyone's like, oh, you know the guy over at Foss. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know the guy at Foss. <laughs> <laughs> I might know that guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, every, everyone that um, works in the restaurant, owns a restaurant industry, everyone knows, knows each other there, right? Um, and it's... Mostly. Everybody yeah. knows somebody who yeah. knows somebody else who may be related yeah. to that person. Which is either a good or a bad thing, right? Um, depending on who you are, sure. <laughs> Most of the time it's a good thing. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. If you go out, like, say, you just go to lunch by yourself... Some places you go, you'll walk in, you'll sit down, look at the menu, and then look up, mm-hmm. and then just scan the room, and you'll see at least somebody you know, Yeah. depending on where you're going out. Yeah. But, like, once you get into the industry and you know and meet and network with a lot of people, yeah. then you could just go anywhere and just be like, oh, hey, I know you. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's going on? How's work going? How's so-and-so? Yeah. It just connects a lot of people, and I know given since the start of covid restaurants have been taking the hit Don't yeah they haven't had a great time 
They've been doing a lot better though. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's almost like it never was. Now, I mean, there's a few people who still walk around with masks on and crap, mm-hmm. but but for the most part, it's like no. I feel like we're back to normalcy, and it's just yeah. It's, it's still there, but like not <laughs> yeah. as worse as it was. No. Yeah. No. It's it's still there a tiny bit, but I I. I've forgotten about it pretty much. I, I don't go I don't go about my day seeing anything oh. from you know left from it. Except that it seems that people are scared to talk to each other in public. That's what it seems like. Always. It's weird. I d I don't get it. It's um talk to each other in public? Yeah, and it's like um it's like people it's like at the grocery store, you're walking down an aisle oh, and, and people just somebody. don't want to make eye contact with you. People you don't know, you uh, know, they, they yeah. just don't. Like, I feel like when you're at the grocery store, you're on a mission. You are, yeah. To a degree in yeah. your own perspective. But it just seems like they're scared of interaction. Is what it oh, seems yeah. Like. I mean, that's essentially you being on the Great Plains and we're both lions. Their person's about to pick their meal and you're about, you're like walking up. Like, what if you just get up close to them and just grab something right there off that shelf? A person's probably not gonna like I it. I guess so. Yeah, no. But like, one likes I'm not gonna one. sit there and wait. I'm there. <laughs> yeah. I gotta get my groceries, go home, so I can start cooking. That's true. Like, it's just one of those things. I don't understand people that act like that. It's like ah, oh, they like they freeze mm. and they're just like nope, or they ignore you, which is like yeah. almost equally as disrespectful. Yeah. Because like, if I'm behind you and you don't acknowledge or don't like actively perceive that I'm there hey I might bump into you you might bump into me and then at that point we're gonna have to at least say something to each other <laughs> yeah that's 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 true I, there has been instances where we're kind of forced to interact with someone in the store but I, it seems it seems to me that people have almost become socially unsavvy with handling themselves Oh, a lot of people are very socially unaware. Yeah, like, um, it's just, um, it, it seems like it was better before COVID, and, which would make sense, too, because yeah. everyone was isolated and away from other people, you know, they kind of lost, it seems like they lost the skill to I connect mean, when, with when people normally. forced to be holed up somewhere, Yeah, you're going to develop small, slight onset Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. You're just yeah. going to, like, forget how to do a few things, you're going to have to relearn. Mm. You, you might have a few blunders. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, it might take some time. See, it's it hasn't. It seems like it just hasn't gotten better in that area. I go to the grocery store and like no one before. Well, actually, I shouldn't say before. It seems like certain areas where I have gone to places, um, you know, where is where it's like a grocery store or a market or something like that. People are. Easier to interact with, but here I feel like it's different. People are less, um, they're just less likely to to want to interact with you at the store. Oh, it seems. I mean, yeah. Um, like if I'm at the store, you're at the store for a reason, right? Like, unless like a you see a stranger and you know you immediately have something to talk about. No. If like they pick something up that's cool or they they look unsure about something, either say I don't like that brand and here's why or I don't like this product and here's why or do the opposite and like, "Oh, that's what me or my friends get all the time. Every every person I've talked to about it loves it. <laughs> it's solid, sure. 
to go for me and like just do a joking like, oh, yeah, no, that's good. That opens like that healthy stranger to stranger interaction. But like if I see somebody I know in the store, oh, I'm throwing like a little bag or box of something out there. <laughs> oh, fuck you. I'm ah. Yeah. It's like, right. ah, gotcha, bitch. And then <laughs> hide around the corner and poke my head out. Yeah, like, exactly. I'll do that. I'll play that game any day of That's the week. That's funny. But like strangers at the grocery store, it's it's a hit or miss. I mean, yeah. people can be friendly. People sometimes are not friendly whatsoever. No, not at all. Yeah, there's some, some weirdos out there, sure. But I really <laughs> just want all of the elderly people to just choose Market Basket and we section them off to Market Basket because... <laughs> If I go to Hannaford and one more time and I'm stuck behind an old person in one of the aisles and I'm just like, get halfway through the aisle. I'm like, I turn around, go, <laughs> go next aisle down, do one big loop. Like they walk so slow. They're talking to themselves. I'm like, I feel bad for them. Like I do because they might be going through dementia. They could have a numerous amount of things. It's just like the minor inconvenience, but like I will always talk to an elderly person because they always have something interesting to say. Yeah, for sure. They That's that catch-22. And yeah. at the grocery store, you catch them so unguarded and socially mm. just like true. raw. They will yeah, spill all of their beans mm. right on that floor. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. No, they're wonderful people. I don't hate the elderly. But like, that is a huge that is a huge pet peeve of mine when the whole aisle is taken up by one person's cart. Oh my god! <laughs> Can do I have the right then to just like shove it? Oh, I've six done feet it. at I, least. Well, well like, not shove six feet, but move well, it over. Just like slide, <laughs> just slowly like push it. Yeah, no, I've done that before. Or like yeah. take an like item out of their cart. Cart's taking up the whole aisle. What are you doing? <laughs> What are you trying to guard the cereal? <laughs> I want I want that Captain Crunch. Yeah. I'm small. I can't reach over that. It's on the top shelf. That's awesome. But yeah, back to the elderly people. That um when I was selling cars, I loved selling to okay. you know, older the older generation. You know, it's a very social job. Oh yeah. And um Whenever I got the chance to talk to someone older, especially if they've been in the military or something like that, oh, yeah. I always pick their brain for the stories. Yeah. There's this guy I met once who, um, he wasn't elderly. He was probably mid-50s. Oh, that's... Almost 60, way. maybe. He's on his way. Yeah, he's getting there. He's got a ways to go, but... Um, he was a professional gambler. Oh, so he was lucky... Actually, so <laughs> the way he explained it to me, right, was he he studied the casino he was targeting because okay. casinos have to let go a certain amount of money every year by law. Yeah. And they do it in patterns, I guess. Hmm. So there'll be winning streaks and there will be losing streaks, obviously. So he would study the patterns of like the slot machines and certain games. And uh, he would only play at those times. And when he played at those times, he made money. And then when he didn't. And when he didn't play. Yeah, so he would actually watch other people play. Oh, so he's at he the casino. just. He's at the casino watching. Taking a scouting report. Yeah, exactly. Which hmm. casinos try and watch out for quite a bit. Oh, yeah. 
Um, because they know people do it. Yeah, that's like um, counting cards at a blackjack table. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But he, he even opened up an LLC for it. And the money he lost was a tax write-off. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? That's well, that's what he told me anyway. So Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, it is. Oh Cheating the god. system so bad. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. I guess he got I guess he got into some trouble for it. Um uh, at some point. Oh yeah. Yeah, well not tr- legal trouble, but trouble with the people who own the casinos. Yeah. You know, um, uh, other trouble. If you yeah, <laughs> if you own a casino, you got some connections. So It's not the um, mob, not the cartel, but you might get a knock on your front door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so um or taken into an undisclosed room with a bag <laughs> over your head. I don't know. I don't know how that works. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. But it, yeah, that that guy was super smart. Oh yeah. I loved picking that guy's brain. I mean, we it, sat and talked to him for I, hours. That's kind of like the movie 21, Kevin Spacey. Oh, I never seen that. Uh, it's on Netflix though. I keep seeing it show up. Oh, dude. It's, it's it's a decent watch. It's a bunch of math students from not Berkeley. But it's definitely like a Massachusetts college, and it's like these very extremely intelligent math geeks study the game of blackjack and counting cards. Okay. And on the weekends, they go to Vegas, yeah, rake in a bunch of dough, and then fly back to to school, and then just do that over and over. That's pretty sweet. I'm not gonna spoil anything, but like that's essentially that's the premise the movie, of the movie is yeah. blackjack. That's pretty. That's pretty cool. No, it's it's a solid one, but it's, it's always like, intriguing because, yeah. like, on your point of like going to the casinos and doing that studying, that's essentially the same thing. Yeah, it, it pretty much is. Yeah, yeah. I I actually think it's kind of weird. Well, no, I think the casinos do that. I think they let them go. I think they let the money go at a certain time because people get winning streaks and they get addicted to it. Well, yeah, any right. any sense of instant gratification where, mm-hmm. in this case, it's, oh, I just won 10 grand. Yeah. Who in their right mind that is probably drinking <laughs> could be high on anything. Yeah. They're going to be like, oh, I can get more. I'm just going to sit here and do it. Mm. So and you then win they three, lose it all You win and three more. in a row, and then you're going to be like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. Mr. Tough Guy is going to drop almost everything he just won and then some. Yeah. And then he's going to lose, and he's going to have nothing. Right. You're just screwing your pooch right there. Yeah, exactly. Um, like, I've never gambled at a casino. I, like, I don't do DraftKings. I don't bet on sports. Except, that- except, like, in the moment, if anybody's around me, I'll be like, yo, f- five bucks, this is going to happen <laughs> within this time frame. Sure. Like everybody. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll do it like with people in the room. I'm not betting with a, a bookie. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. not hitting poker rooms, yeah. blackjack tables. I mean, I would. Don't get me wrong. I'm not <laughs> Just don't get aggressively. The... <laughs> I don't get. The, I don't have the dough for that. That's for sure. Uh, no, you start small. <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, but like I, I. Well, where would you go where you spend small money? At places like that, you know. Yeah, you don't. That's yeah. You gotta exactly. lock in with something. All the guys, all the managers, and everybody I knew, not even not even managers, like some salesmen and stuff. Depending on how much how much they made, I didn't do it. 
by everybody. It was DraftKings. It oh, was yeah. going to... I, I know. So many people that are... What was... The what Kentucky was, Derby, going to the horses. Yeah. Betting on horses, betting on dogs. Yeah. They do it all the time. Oh, yeah. Going to the track. You could do that from your phone, too. Yeah. Um, it is crazy now. You can't do it from your phone. And they were betting, like, a couple grand at a time. Oh, no way. Like, hundreds of dollars at a time. No, you know, thank you. Yeah. I do not want to do that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they they made the money to do it. I mean, unless I was 90% sure, I think I could flub that 10% of doubt. I would do it. But if <laughs> I was 90% sure I was going to win, sure. Oh, yeah. But sure. Give me six lanes with horses that I don't know anything about. Yeah. I'm picking the one with the coolest name. <laughs> Doesn't matter to me. Odds could right. be the worst. And then I'll laugh if it wins, and I'll be like, oh, five bucks if it lost. Because with the worst odds, bet five bucks, maybe win 50 grand. Yeah. If you got bad odds, I don't know. I don't know how that <laughs> stuff works. I don't know how it works either. But, yeah, it's it's crazy. I I don't know how they did it. And they lost a lot, too. They lost, you know, a couple hundred bucks at a time, 400 bucks oh. or, or, you know, a grand at a time, that kind of thing. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, do you think people make, like, a separate bank account? For their gambling addiction? Oh, yeah. I think some people do. Oh, I, sorry. Don't don't let me call it an addiction. But, like, when they go gamble, do you think they're using... For gambling. Yeah. Their regular checking account? I think someone who's smart would set it aside. Would set a certain amount aside and say, hey, this is what I'm going to... Well, like... This is what I'm going to use. No more than this. Like, say I go to a casino and I have a hotel room. I'm locking my wallet in the hotel room mm. I'm bringing if I have a gambling bank account I'm bringing that gambling bank account card right yeah and my ID right and some cash yeah I'm not bringing the thing that gives me access to the rest of my money <laughs> <laughs> yeah just in case I decide I want to blow it all <laughs> exactly I'm not yeah. don't have the option to know exactly just yeah, take take the potential mental dilemma out of it and you're fine mm. like you don't need oh but i can just do it again no you're, you're out you're out right and now you got to do the walk of shame go back up to your room go back <laughs> up to your room and think about the bad decision you're about to make think about <laughs> yeah. wasting all your money exactly. and then you come back <laughs> and at that point you can make it back down into the gambling area have fun <laughs> right exactly. make it or break it don't get killed mm. Right. That's, uh, I don't think I'd be able to do that, though. I, no. I don't want to be sitting well, at, at a pool table. Not pool table. A poker table. I wonder how many people said that, though, before they actually became addicted to gambling. You know? I, like, I, how many people were like, hey, I don't think I would ever be able to put that much money down on something like that. Oh, no. But then you sit there and you make that weird split-second game-time decision while you're gambling all night. I could ruin your life. I could easily just like take everything you have and say you got your monthly payments paid off right there and then you go lose all of your money. Hope you make everything in a month. Mm, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think I think it's I think you got to have a, a an addictive net, personality. Yeah. Though. You really got to like dive in and Yeah, cuz um I mean it's just it's I think it's a, it's probably a hard thing to get addicted to I would say because it's not 
It's not physically addictive, really. It would be more mentally addictive, you know? Well, but when you say physically, do you mean chemically? Or when you say mentally, you Mm. mean chemically in your brain? I guess it's almost the same thing, I guess. Because it's releasing those hormones. Yeah, it is. It's like that instant gratification. You get all those endorphins. Yeah, um, dopamine. Yeah, you got all the dopamine running through. And that thrill, so you get like a minor hit of adrenaline because you won. Right. Yeah, sure. You're gonna want to do it over and over, but like you watch professional poker players, they're like stone cold, except mm-hmm. for Negranu, mm-hmm. who's got a mouth like a platypus and just doesn't stop talking. <laughs> Maybe that's his secret. Maybe he can't stay stone cold, so all he does is constantly talk, so no one can figure out what he's doing. Oh, he's hilarious! <laughs> like he's really smart. At- at poker, yeah, he's a good poker player, but like everybody that I watch him play against, if I'm seeing these videos, they're just like, Dan, what are you doing? And he's just laughing in their face. <laughs> and it's the most funniest thing ever. I bet you that's what he does, though, because I mean, if you talk and talk and talk and are always like fireworks of a person, then it's almost like the same thing as being stone cold. They can't figure out where you're, oh, you know, no. what you got. You know what I mean? You can't you can't gauge if the spectrum's fifty feet that way and then fifty yeah. feet the other direction. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, he's that dude. You can't try and figure him out. Oh no, no. <laughs> yeah. You just stick to your game and me and poker. Eh, I don't think so. <laughs> it's not my game. I played poker a few times. I don't think I'm horrible. I mean, if I were to go to a casino, but I wouldn't. I would probably hit the slots. Really, you think so? Yeah. Yeah. I think I have the slot touch. I haven't done it yet. I've played on slot machines before growing up. Yeah. But never... Like, what do you mean? Like a Chuck E. Cheese? I mean, obviously. (laughs) Yes, for one. But also, no, my my great uncle has a slot machine in his house. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a Japanese one because I've read the inside of it and it's not English. Um, so you tried to read it. I, oh, I, well, you mean I looked at it? Yeah, you looked at it. <laughs> no, but like, he, me and my cousin when we were kids, I'm pretty sure like we'd have to shut it off because we just make the thing go ballistic. No, oh, yeah, we were just shoving coins in. We're like, yeah, just feeding it coins and just pulling the lever and slamming buttons. That's funny. Jackpots would be hit, and it would. Boom sound throughout the entire house. <laughs> so many flashing lights. Um, awesome. Like, no, it's... Where did he get that from? Do you know? Oh, I have no clue. Did he just have stuff like that? Oh, no, it was the only slot machine. Um, I think he's got a handful of Emmys for his time when he was um, filming. Like he's, oh. He used to film NASCAR. Wow. Um... I don't know what else. He was in the Navy, I'm pretty sure. Hmm. Yeah, good old Uncle Vin. Makes a mean red sauce. Oh, yeah? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Gravy. Gravy? <laughs> gravy. Why would you call it gravy? Oh, don't get me started, bro. What's a red sauce? Red sauce is marinara. Okay. Pasta sauce, pizza sauce. Gravy is like what the Italians really... Oh, that's what they call it? Yeah. That's what they call the hot, the red sauce? Is gravy? Essentially. Okay. Like that. If like you were to be at an Italian function and you said, oh, the sauce is good. Somebody's going to look at you funny. 
If you're lucky. Really? Uh, no. Good thing really. you told me that. Well, like, because if I ever went to one, no. Bro. Like, real Italian families, when I say that, I mean, like, what you see in, like, the good fellas and, yeah. like, the real mafia guys. Like, that's gravy. That ain't sauce. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's gravy. Yeah, okay. So they call I'm it I'm pretty gravy. sure gravy is meant to, like, have meat in it. Okay. Or I see. meat something in it. Yeah, because our gravy here is taken from meats, usually. Right? Like gravy, you mean you put on mashed potatoes? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. So that's your stock or braising liquid, whatever. Yeah. You c- cooked whatever in. Yeah. It's got meat things. Probably some vegetables. You strain it off. And take the liquid and mix it with melted butter and flour, which is a roux. Gravy, add your herbs, spices, whatever you want. But no, it's meat juice liquid, cooking liquid, um, melted butter mixed with some flour to thicken. Or just go gravy mix. That's what I do. Fair, fair, fair. <laughs> I mean, do you have butter? Yeah. Do you have flour? Yes. Usually my dad makes it. I've seen him do it. Fair. <laughs> and then say like you're cooking a roast and you're like braising it. So you're going to have liquid in the bottom of your pot or pan. Yeah. So you strain that liquid off and mix that with your mixed melted butter and flour roux mm-hmm. with all your seasonings in there. Bring it to a boil for like, I don't know, five minutes, slow simmer, and it'll thicken up. That's, that's gravy. It's like so simple. Why would you need a mix for it? <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes so good, though. Have you tried it? Oh, yeah. The brown oh, gravy oh, mix? Oh, trust me. I'm, What's the, um... I'm very well aware. I don't know what brand it is. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know what brand it is, but I, I trust me, I've had my fair share of that. Oh, great. But like, I okay. also. Anytime I pass a KFC or a Taco Bell, I'll stop. And if I can just have a little small thing of mashed potatoes and gravy from KFC, oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> Dude, I have not a good experience with KFC. Oh, really? Yeah. So the first it's time... The, it's the only thing I eat. Famous It's bowls. not KFC. It's not KFC's problem. It's, it's It was definitely my problem. Oh, no. <laughs> so so it, it really doesn't really have anything to do with KFC. But the first time I went to KFC... Um, on our way home, right? So I'm sitting in the back seat of my friend's truck, um, behind the driver's seat. My friend, my other friend's sitting, um, in the windowsill, out the window, right? Just going down, just going down the road. He's sitting in the windowsill, just like having fun, hanging on the old poop bar, right? Um, who else was there? Someone was in the center between me and my other buddy. Can't remember who was there, but um, and then someone was in the passenger seat and my friend driving right. So he worked at Market Basket at the time, and he had his Market Basket shirt had a fancy name, whatever it was called. Oh, his smock. His smock. He had his smock right hanging up at my window, right in front of me. I couldn't see out the window. The window was down. We're just coming back from KFC because we went to grab a bunch of food, right, and. So I rolled the window down, um, and the smock started going out the window, okay? Uh-oh. So I'm grabbing the smock, but my friend decides it's a good idea to turn around and look at the smock, like, make sure I'm getting the smock while he's driving, right? 
So, oh, do you get thrown out of this vehicle? No. Okay. <laughs> no. Okay. So, uh, a few seconds later, all I hear is, "Oh shit!" And the person that's sitting in the window cell jumps in the car seconds before getting hit, or before that door gets hit by a telephone pole. And smashes the window that's inside the door. It caved the door in. Like that, that person who was sitting in that window oh, cell. Oh, would have just been would have been mangled. Yeah, he would have been he would have been coyote meat on the side of the road. Oh my god! It would it was. This was on a road, insane. not in a parking lot. This is on a road. We were driving forty five miles an hour. Oh, probably. Oh god. Yeah. So um, and yeah. <laughs> So that, that's an accident. You got to call the police. That you just hit a telephone pole. Yeah. Uh, yeah well. <laughs> do we? I don't think we did call the police. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't do anything to the telephone pole. We didn't hit it head on. It. Um, oh yeah, it just it, it murder, we, murdered that car's door. It did. Yeah. It and the and the bed. It went all the uh, way down the rest of the truck. Yeah. Oh yeah and right we drove it home because it um it barely missed the back wheel. So it didn't right, so damage anything structurally. Oh, it was still yeah, totaled, though. It was crinkled. Oh, yeah. Body. It, was, it was totaled. There was no coming back from that. But, like, that truck had to be scrapped. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, there's no coming back. It was just... It was destroyed. Um, I mean, I'm waiting to get my car fixed right now. Like, I hit a deer not too long ago. Oh, no. Oh, Your Audi? Oh, oh, front man. end is mangled. Oh. I've had my fair share of deer uh, problems. It's not, I think Well, it's, not me personally, It's like actually. the first real bad one that has happened. How many have you hit? Oh, I have no clue. Really? You've lost count? Oh, oh no, man. It's, it's not that much. I, I don't hit them that often. Yeah, no, it's like a good portion of the front end. All my headlights. Grill. I didn't see any frame damage, but... Sheesh. One time, I wasn't there, but I heard the story. Um, actually, was I there? No, I don't think I was there. My friend hit a deer, and uh deer was dead pretty much Oh no! instantly. That's I'm pretty sure that's what happened with the one that I hit. There's yeah, no way. and um, it was in his Subaru Outback at the time. Oh, God. White Subaru Outback, which I don't think it really damaged the car. I think, I think the, the deer actually ran into the car. Like into the side into or into the, the side of the car. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, it's fine. That's not. But the deer died. Well, so they well, called the yes. cops. Yeah, I think it like broke his neck or something. Yeah. So they called the cops. Or oh, this might have been the time where the cop tried to kill the deer and it didn't die right away, and it was really sad. But uh, I can't remember. I've seen a fox get shot around eight times in the head and it didn't die. Yeah. Well, What's rabies. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been bit by a rabid fox. Oh wow. That's scary. Uh, freshman year of high school in Dover, New Hampshire. But like, no, I watched that thing get shotguns eight wow. times and it still stood up. That's horrible. Crazy. Like a zombie. Oh, that's what rabies does. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it doesn't do it to humans because we have a more sophisticated brain. Yeah. But, like, it will rot your brain and you'll die before you turn into a zombie. Wow. But animals, though. Yeah. They'll go nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Rabies shots, also, not fun. Oh, yeah, I've heard they're not fun. Not fun. Yeah. It's one giant yeah. needle into your physical stomach, not stomach area, 
into like oh. your stomach Man. or seven needles right in the meat of Djibouti. Wow. Um, I chose Djibouti. Yeah, I would have too. Sheesh. The next day, a sitting big da- needle through your stomach. No, no thanks. There's one. <laughs> there's one way to fill my stomach up, and yeah. it's my mouth. Yeah, exactly. No, no, no Man. way. That's awful. I barely broke the skin, but I had to get the shots. Apparently. Well, yeah, Obviously. you had to get the shots. Yeah, you don't want your brain rotting out, falling out of your head. Yeah, I mean, die, you know. It's gonna be mush at some point anyway. <laughs> Anyway, we threw the, or they, I don't think I was there. I can't remember, but I can visualize the story because they told me it. Um, they threw the deer on the roof of the... Oh, so you guys took it. Yeah, I took the deer. Yes. <laughs> yep. My friend cut it up, put it in his freezer. Fuck yeah. Yep. There's, there's no. meat for the winter. <laughs> Venison's great. It is great. It's awesome. Uh, I, um, my dad, I was with my dad when he shot deer this year. And oh, we really? still got some, yeah, we still got some venison from it. Nice. I love the little venison medallions. <laughs> so good. Nice thick ones. Oh, the fillets? Yeah, I, th- I think, um, I think if you go up to the store and get them about that size, they call them medallions. Yeah, no, it's not venison, but if you get like a steak or buffalo or something, bison medallion. Uh, yeah, yeah, a medallion. Medallions, yeah. I think that might be either the ribeye, like very trimmed up, or like the fillet. Uh, yeah, it's it's a really thick part of the body. Really, um, super not a lot. No, not a lot of fat. No. Yeah. So that's probably like a cut on the interior of another cut. Oh yeah. Like somewhere mm-hmm. in where you would find like the tenderloin. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a really good cut. Oh it's, yeah, it's expensive. A lot, a lot of flavor. Yeah, there is. Uh, yeah. yeah, very, very tender. Usually, oh yeah, too. yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> is there any restaurants or anything that do venison or game meat or anything like that? Um, like around here? Well, I actually know my work now. I think I don't know when it's happening, but we do do a beer and game dinner. Wow. Yeah, no, That's I'm cool. actually like really excited. Okay, so what's the name of your place? Uh, I, I know uh, it's I know what it's called, but for The Black Trumpet in okay. Portsmouth. Yeah. Uh, fucking amazing. Yeah. Love working there. I love the people. Yeah, I really want to go check it out. Everything's amazing. The food, just the the space. Yeah. Like the downstairs dining room has mirrors on one side. <laughs> um wine everywhere. The wooden bar upstairs is wonderful. Okay. Like is it, it kind of an Italian setting? No, it's no. Not, I wouldn't say Italian. It's like just like your classic American bistro, but like oh, okay. There's some artwork. Um, the upstairs window has a nice view of the Piscataqua River. Mm-hmm. Um, we're right next to the tugboats. There's yep. Art galleries, a spice shop next to us. You have Annabelle's ice cream. There's so much foot traffic there in the summertime on a daily basis. But, like, the hours of the restaurant were only 5 to 9, 5 to 10. Oh, yeah, I did see that when I looked at the website. So, like, we're only operating for a small amount of time. But when Mm. you prep, you walk in at 9 a.m. Yeah. It's like doing everything from scratch. We're using the most out of any animal that we have or that we would get. Like, we, one of the times I was there... We had two goats just dropped on the cutting board, and it was 
my jaw dropped. I was like, um, okay. <laughs> what do I do with this? Yeah. And then my boss, great guy. He's just like, all right, so first thing, because when you get a skinned dead animal, apparently they leave the kidneys in there. Okay. I don't know if that's like common for every animal, but like he just took a knife and just went, first thing, choop, ki- kidneys are gone. Let me probably mm-hmm. use those somewhere. <clears throat> and then he just like starts cutting up larger hunks, like takes the legs off, takes the head off, breaks down the neck, cuts essentially the whole thing in half so then he can just like quarter it and just so you got your legs your ribs so this is seriously from scratch oh yeah wow that's awesome that's only with the goat. super attention to detail nine to five prep well yeah nine to five prep but it's not really prep it's like nine to in a perfect world i would say nine to four okay but I don't. I haven't done a lot of prep shifts. Doesn't matter to me. I would love some because that's like <laughs> where you really learn. Yeah. But like I'm on the line nighttime. Like when I walk in at two, I still have three hours worth of prep time and setup time until we even think about cooking dinner. Right. But like we do that, and it's like cool. I take over anything that the prep people didn't have time to get to. Mm-hmm. And then we have rotating specials and a rotating appetizer plate every day. Wow. So we're just like using everything that we have and mix and matching mm. things until it's gone. So like special one day is not going to be the same as the special the next day. Yeah. It could be. It could have the same protein, which is cool. Yeah. But like we rotate everything wow and (laughs) it is like the most intelligent kitchen that i've worked in yeah so far like everybody has a lot of mm, i don't want to call it objective sorry perspective on like what's flavors they're trying to go for Mm. like sure some people can try to make one thing Two people can try to make the same dish or ingredient. It's not going to come out the same unless, because everybody's taste buds are different. Yeah. But you kind of have to like train your taste buds to Mm -hmm. not be biased. Sure. Mm. But when you, A, have a recipe or have people around you that know exactly what they want. Yeah. And you're working on something and you just hand them a spoon and say, can you taste this, please? And they will. And they'll just like stop for a second and be like, all right, just add a little bit more of this or add some salt here or, hey, cook this a little bit longer. Like we're all there to help each other out. Like I said, like we're our own little family. Yeah. Regardless, front of house, back of house, owners, like we are tight. Everybody likes everybody we need to be cohesive coherent and work very well together because if you don't have that in a high stress environment and fast-paced environment like a busy bustling restaurant people aren't going to be happy and you want your employees and your staff and everybody that you surround yourself with every day you need them to be happy because if they're not 
how are you going to take care of them? How are they going to give you the best out of it? Yeah. And no, that place is like a blessing. Yeah. Because like <clears throat> there is a common goal and it's to keep things the freshest and allow anybody that walks in the front door to have a wonderful experience because of how long that that restaurant has been there. I don't remember when it opened, but it took over from a restaurant in the 90s, which took over from another prestigious restaurant mm. from way back. Like that spot. So and it's got a history of yeah. quality. Very meals. historical. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. That's cool. So you got there by a reference, right? Mm-hmm. But did you, was that kind of your goal to go to a place like that? Not really, but like goals can change. But it was more like a, okay, now that I'm done with this now, I finally got the book closed on me. Yeah. I'm like, sure. I was told to go there, get an interview, do my stage, like my training day, my trial day, and did that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be learning everything. (laughs) I feel like I'm going back to college again, even though I didn't. Yeah. And I'm getting paid to learn what exactly what I want to learn. And all the things that I know that I want to learn, I can't just like expect that to come all at once because one day you're not going to learn how to roll pasta, cook, cook dinner service Mm. and learn how to break down a pig or a duck. It all comes with time. So like landing at this spot, if you can do the work for me, it's just like doing my job every day. And then I, I know for a fact over the time I'm going to be able to just be around people teaching other people. Even though I'm not being directly taught in that moment, I can watch what's going on. I yeah. can absorb what's being said. Yeah. So like, I feel like the just the amount of time that I'm there, I'm going to yeah, you become your learn and right? understand so much more rather than go work in just like a sports bar yeah or somewhere where things aren't aren't as sophisticated yeah yeah that makes sense where I mean I you know this being kind of passionate for you where where do you want to take it what's your end goal oh what my do you think? my end goal is to own a restaurant at some point anything specific you don't know yet don't know yet is this kind of the figuring out time for you oh well like no this is the not the figuring out time this is like really sticking to my guns and like working through more time because i've been in restaurants through covid just like one of them Mm. for the past three years yep wonderful time through and through there was definitely a few rough patches don't get me wrong um but now it makes me appreciate where I'm at now. Still dealing with quote unquote COVID, but also doing it in a fresh new space, doing hand over foot better things than at the other place. And it's just so much better. And it, allows me to like not stress out because a i'm not in charge anymore which is lovely (laughs) yeah 
That was crazy. But also, like, I love having some responsibility. Like, I know I do some things really well, some other things I lack. Yeah. But, like, as long as you don't sacrifice some of the things you do really well to make up for where you lack by giving your attention to the lacking thing. Mm. As long as you can make progression in one thing without regressing at the thing you're good at, Mm. that's where you're going to really see some significant growth. And that really applies to just life in general. Yeah. But it's extremely like humbling to walk into a new place and be where I'm at now with some of the knowledge that I have accrued through my now 10 years in the restaurant industry at 24 years old, about to be 25, but... So you started actually doing this when you were 14? I started working in restaurants legally. Okay, yeah. On paper at 14 years old. Yeah. I was a busboy. I was running running food, busing tables. Don't get me wrong. But I think that maybe lasted a year. Yeah. Um, the guy that hired me at that pizzeria left, opened up his own place, loved mm-hmm. this man to death, do anything for him. Yep. J- joined him over there. I was still hosting, running food, busing tables. And then one day, all three of his dishwashers called out. All three of them. Oh, no. One shift. And we're like, ah, well, hey, hey, Chase, can you... uh? Step up. Can you uh, <laughs> go out back and do dishes for the rest of your shift? I'm like, sure. It's <laughs> like, I don't got to talk to people? Yes. <laughs> Sit back there. I'm wearing a button down yeah. and jeans. And like, not nice shoes, but like, not really kitchen shoes. Yeah. Shoes for, shoes for busing. Uh, sh- shoes for busing. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty sure they were like the Skechers, Skechers, oh, Skechers. workforces <laughs> that look like a combat boot. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But no, I just started doing dishes, and I was like, "Why is this fun?" Because like I hate doing dishes at my house. Yeah, <laughs> but if you but you give me a big spray thing. Oh, game over. <laughs> I do that all night long. I do not care. Really? Oh my god, I you love washing fun? dishes in the restaurant. That's awesome. Oh, it's (laughs) the most mindless thing. And if you're caught up, you you can prep and you can watch people and learn what they're doing and why they do it. I'm not going to lie. The only reason why I did it at Smart Labs was because no one else was doing it. (laughs) Because no one else wanted to wash dishes. True. What time time did you walk? Would you walk in like 345, 4 o'clock? Oh, man. I feel like two. Uh, no, two sounds like something I would schedule because I was giving people breaks. Yeah, so two. I would get there at like yeah. nine sometimes. Yeah, because I did get break. I did oh, get break. So I think it was two o'clock. Okay. That, um, yeah, that sounds about right because we would yeah. usually get there, leave there at like 11 sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. On a good day, I feel like it was like 10, 10, 30 that we left. True. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, everybody deserves at least an hour's worth a break if you're working more than 10 hours yeah everybody deserves some time to themselves yeah no at least at least time to eat because you know like oh, I, I mean i got there bro, two hours after lunch you're in the kitchen <laughs> you know yeah. you're snacking as long okay as you're that not was eat. my favorite thing about working there oh bro i, I mean just... those pretzels were cheap oh man they were so good I, though i know you love pretzels 
They were so good, though. They're dude. so cheap. So, like, those things, it's kind of okay to snack on. But, like, yeah. soon as I would, if I were to see anybody, like, frying chicken wings for themselves to eat, I would want to rip my hair out. Well, didn't didn't they get, like, didn't we all get, like, one meal a day? Or, like, one regular? Oh, I mean, I would cook anybody anything that, if they're hungry, some... I'm not letting anybody that's on my team go hungry. Yeah. Whether it But be- if someone's cooking themselves three smash burgers. Yeah. That's a little different. And you got a problem. <laughs> you're taking protein, yeah. you're taking three bonds. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But not like mac and cheese, oh, I can make you a quick small bowl of oh, mac and cheese. Yeah. How yeah. much is pasta? Like a portion of pasta is probably worth like, I don't know, fifty cents. Uh-uh. I don't. You guys had some pack in that food. It was fun. It was fun. <laughs> I, I like to make it taste good. Some things I had to tweak a lot. Yeah. But like it was also when we started it, it was something that I inherited. Yeah. From somebody just not showing up to work one day. Really? That's how you got into that? Well, that's how I took over. Oh. The person I was working next to just. Bye bye. Walked out in the middle of his double. Still talk to the guy. No worries. Oh, I think I remember that story. I think you did tell me that story. Yeah. He came in one day, didn't he? Oh, yeah. I've been to his house since. Like, he's... Really? Yeah. (laughs) He's a good kid. Like, I understand, but... Thanks, bro. You just left me there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no. And then from there, it was... What, did he just get sick of it? Oh, I mean, he definitely just got in trouble. For, like, bringing... A beer up with him to his yearly review. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, on top of a multitude of other things. Mainly his attitude. Mm. But it, was, it doesn't matter to me. Like, I would work well with him. I would, still would work well with him. Yeah. I'm just like, but if you're, I know now you get sick of it, you're just going to walk out. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not uh, a good about deal. that. Yeah. There's got to be some stipulations with that oh, deal. Yeah, but like he's a good friend of mine. Like I still yeah. see him on my PlayStation. I see him online playing games. Yeah. But no, it was, as soon as he left, I was in that kitchen by myself with Zach. I was like, mm, come in at four. You come in at four. I'll be here all day, all night. <laughs> I'll see you later, buddy. Thank you. Like I get there. When that happened, I would start coming in even earlier. Yeah. I'm not walking in at 10 to turn everything on to like start my day very like alone <laughs> and not like say an order's coming in that day. I'm the one putting it away, yeah. breaking down all the boxes while I'm heating everything about that kitchen up. And it wasn't a tiny kitchen. Kitchen was not tiny. We had 12 burners, two ovens, Decently large fat top, two fryolators, and a wood grill. Or a char grill, not wood, but. Like, say you got a mac and cheese and chicken wings. Mm-hmm. You were there. You had to go. Yeah, to from one, one side end to the other end. To run down to the fryer. Yeah. While trying to stir your mac and cheese on the other side. Yeah. And 
hoping it doesn't burn. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely, after you left, I played around with that configuration I think it was, so much. It was right before I left that we changed it around, too, a little bit, to where the sauces were in the center and all that kind of stuff. Like the, oh, Mac, was, the Mac sauce and the... Um, the beer cheese and that kind of thing. Was oh in the yeah, we moved that like rolly table. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I've actually been in the kitchen since it got changed to the new place. Not much has changed. Is n- no, not really much order there either. <laughs> I don't know, but like <laughs> they don't seem to. It was um the waitress was kind of confused as to what we were asking for when we were there. Yeah, and. Uh, and what it said on the menu was not always what was actually there. Available. Yeah, like it was, um, there was, like what I wanted was the wings tossed in buffalo sauce, right? And um, and they're like, oh yeah, it doesn't come tossed in buffalo sauce. And I'm like, well, it says right here, tossed in buffalo sauce. Like, can I have it that way? <laughs> yeah, can I have it tossed? <laughs> they're like, it, it comes, you can dip it, but it doesn't come tossed. I'm like, really? You can't put it in a bowl and toss it? <laughs> I call BS because I know for a fact how many bowls are in that place. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, okay, what are you saying right now? Oh, yeah, joke's on you. I stole them all when they closed. <laughs> yeah, no. That's funny. No way. Uh, I know. Yeah, we we're, we're a little disappointed. We went in there. We were going to be like, yeah, we're going to say hi to Chase. We're going to. No, no. We're gonna, yeah. No. Wasn't there. Yeah. I walked in and I was like, oh, this is different. You're like, this mm. isn't what I thought it was. But they still have the Smut Labs oh, yeah, thing up. Yep. And the the glasses are all Smut Labs and everything. Yeah. No, 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 that brand or restaurant group bought the Smut Labs brand. Oh, really? Yeah. It's not good. I mean, they sold it. So Really? They, they, s- they sold the brand. Yeah, but so now it's not a part of Smutty Nose? Correct. But it still has the Smut name in it? Because it was its own brand. Oh. Hmm. Okay. That seems a little interesting. Now people are going to get really confused. They're not drinking Smutty Nose. Uh But but also, they're not even brewing beer right now. Yeah, I noticed that. They got a bunch of different stuff on tap. For now. I mean, I've been in that brew house. I've helped out in that brew house. It's a wonderful system. I've seen amazing things be done on that brewing system. Yeah. But I know for a fact that every restaurant that has ever attempted to be successful in that space doesn't. But you guys were making it, weren't you? We, we were digging out of a hole. My, my, that complete ending stint. And it was busy. From when I hired you, it was like, I'm... Keeping a strict schedule, I am cutting cost on most things. Yep. We were climbing out of a hole that was dug before you showed up. Because hmm. I remember at the time, you guys were all ranting about how it was how it was the only time that that restaurant <laughs> ever made, made a money. profit for a yeah. month. Yeah, that was... Uh, we had a lot of fun chanting that. <laughs> that made me feel so funny. good, but like... I just kept it dumb, simple, and utilized everything everywhere. Like, I wasn't buying one ingredient to use it in one spot. Like, I was buying 
the quinoa to make the quinoa stir fry and the falafel and the with falafel. the chickpeas. Yeah. It was just... Yeah. So everything got used somewhere. You had to use it multiple yeah. ways or else yeah. was Everything was turned over quickly. Yeah. Nothing went bad. Well, rarely. Very, very rarely. Very rarely. We had... We had a lot of things that didn't go bad very easily. Yeah. You well, know, one, one we cooler, pickled a lot of type. One, one cooler went down. Always had fun with the pickles. Mm. Wish I could have had more time to, like, get really funky and make pickles. Mm, but we did do uh, pickled onion and all that. No, we, yeah, but yeah. that's, like, a quick 15-minute yeah, thing. Right, you could right. do literally yeah. in your kitchen <laughs> right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I wanted to, like, get a little bit more intricate mm. with it, but, like, I know I was strapped for time and just, like, right. personal resources yeah. working as much as I did. Right. Yeah. But like I also had to I was in charge of teaching you my systems, teaching Matt my systems. Mm. Raining ought in. Yeah. Keeping him <laughs> in check, making sure yeah. he was doing something. Yeah. <laughs> um all while cooking during that cooking. busy yeah. craziness. Yeah. And like I have to have Eyes back here, ears right here. I'm doing all my stuff here. And that fry station was really hard. It was probably the hardest station in that kitchen because a lot of it was fried. Right. So I was like, I'm subjecting myself to this while I'm teaching you guys like the more intricate things, Mm -hmm. like making the stir fry. You put your oil in your pan doing. Well, so you didn't have to do it all the time. Oh yeah, but I could, mostly, right? I would, because I mean, it, I, I mean, would, you can't run the whole kitchen, right? You can't cook though. Can't cook all the time, you know. You can. Well, I know, I know <laughs> you could, but can you imagine that you have like ten orders stacked up, trying to get them all done? I've done it. Yeah, I know you have, but, but it's, it's not it's, fun. Uh, in the moment, you know? it's not. Right? And you have other things to be doing at the same time. True. You know, so, but yeah. You ready to wrap this up? Mm. All right. Awesome. Thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Oh, thank you for having me. Yeah, no problem. Wonderful. That was awesome.